Hey, you, Nina here. You are officially listening to Triggered Can We Play With That wherever you get your podcasts. You might also be watching us on YouTube. Welcome to the show. Now, if you are a new listener or an old listener, you know that we are dealing with transforming hard conversations into teachable moments. So we're playing with really challenging, sticky, and uncomfortable things. And because we're playing with them, it makes them, dare I say it, playable. (laughs) So as we move forward in today's episode, we are consenting to play with a topic that may get hard, make it sticky, make it uncomfortable. And in order to continue listening and exploring that material, my invitation is that you actually have a journal on hand or a really good friend to dialogue with about what comes up for you in this episode. What is today's episode about? It's going to get personal. So many of you have been following along with my divorce process. And I'm actually recording this as my transparency will show in a moment. I am recording this the day before our mediation. And I hope that it will be our final mediation. And the tools that you are going to get before the end of today's episode, because you always walk away with tools, my friend, you know, I'd love to give you a challenge for the upcoming week. It's all goodness. But the tools that I'm going to give you today are going to continue to loop back into my lived experience of how do I stay that emotional badass, that emotional warrior, that empowered badass? Like, how do I maintain my stability to the best of my ability, given the instability of life, of this divorce, of other things, right? How do I still continue to show up and show out to the best degree I'm able, right, on this podcast, as a mother, in my life, as a business owner, and so on and so forth. So if you are ready to play with going through difficult things and asking yourself, what skills do I need in order to stay that emotional warrior self? and continue to move forward, then that is what we're going to be playing with today, folks. So I am curious if you're in that boat with me. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real Empowered. Let's take a breath. Okay. So story time. We always start with a story. Then I am going to move on to some psychoeducation bits. I'm going to offer you some tools and I'm going to give you a challenge for the upcoming week. And in this case, it may really be like the upcoming year, but I'm going to challenge you to just focus on it the upcoming week. (laughs) So let's get in with the story time. Uh, Many of you know, right, I'm going through this divorce process and I have mediation tomorrow. Here are some things you may not know that add stress to this plate, right? Uh, The divorce has been going on for over a year. Um, I got ended up having to get counsel, did not have at the beginning, ended up getting counsel. Uh, Partner did not get counsel for months after. So that was its own trial and tribulation. 
the divorce, I could buy a new car with the cost that this divorce currently is, right? Currently is. The stress of this divorce, um, there have been times where I cannot sleep, where I have struggled to eat. I definitely uh, am in contact with therapists, psychiatrists, right? To keep myself stable. This context matters. If you are going through something in your own life that is a struggle, the struggle is real. What are you doing to support yourself? Do not avoid taking care of yourself with these things. What are you doing to support yourself? Okay. Because as I move forward into tomorrow's mediation, not only do I have these things on my plate, I am on my third lawyer uh, due to a variety of circumstances, some of which were just the universe and nature is going to throw you a curveball. You can't plan for it. Um, some of it was people dropping the ball, right? And uh, and the need to switch out and to find new counsel uh, because the lawyer didn't do what the lawyer was supposed to do. Okay. Uh, we will definitely talk more about that in some future episodes. For those of you who are like, I'm new to the divorce process. What should I be looking for with divorces? <laughs> I have learned we'll get a professional on and we'll sort of field some of those things in the future, but let's not move too far away from those of us who are going through stress. You're moving through it. How do you stay that emotional badass, right? How do you stay your emotional warrior self and still be empowered as you do it, right? Um, even with all of this on my plate, I can tell you, I still love my life. I still have things that are beautiful in my life, despite the very, very much ugliness that is present within the life, right? So how do we do this? How do we focus on that? One of the things that I want to start with is for most of us, it is so hard to even see the light. What you say is, Nina, I can't see the light. I can't see beyond this. It's just too much. It's overwhelming. The stress that you're going through may be overwhelming, right? And so one of the things that has saved me and that I want you to write this down and click save on is if you want perspective, if you want greater perspective, as you are in the muck of your very difficult, stressful experience, my invitation to you is to get a grounding protocol. If you don't have a grounding protocol or not familiar with what I'm talking about, I'm going to put this link in the show notes to a previous podcast episode we did where I said, here's my grounding protocol. Come develop your own, right? <laughs> this invitation to be able to bring yourself into the here and now. When we are stressed out, overwhelmed, dealing with a lot, often what we're struggling with is the feelings that are also present, creating a lot of discord in the brain, making it very noisy, right? The feelings that are present because while the stress may be present, the feelings are due to things that have happened from your past. Yes, we're drowning in things from the past, or you might be future tripping and feeling the pressure of, I've got to get there. I'm not going to make it. I've got to get there, but I'm not going to make it, right? Neither of which are helpful. If they're adding too much pressure, you'll just be distressed, right? So we don't want you distressed. I want you to be as grounded as possible. So again, write this down. If you are struggling with perspective, you feel like you cannot see beyond the blockades or the curtains or the walls that are in front of you, Develop a grounding protocol because what that grounding protocol does is it brings you into the here and now. What's often in a grounding protocol? I'll share a little. 
A grounding protocol may often involve a breathing exercise. And I'm not just saying some whoa, whoa, breathing, get your Zen on exercise, friend. I'm saying being able to control your breath in such a way that you feel like an emotional Jedi. You're like, oh, I can feel my body now. Oh, my stress is decreasing, right? Or my experience of that stress rather is decreasing. I'm feeling more regulated. I'm feeling more in control of my body in this moment. Ah, I can feel, right, literally the ground beneath me, the air around me. Mm, I am grounding in this moment. It's all about the here and now. So that's what a, a solid grounding protocol may begin with you controlling your breath. It may involve you physically getting your body involved, right? Actually engaging your arms to be inhaled on the inhale on up and exhaled on the exhale to back down, right? It may involve you noticing things both internally and externally. If you're familiar with mindfulness, this may be a great time to, after you control that breath, engage in a mindfulness practice, right? About you and your surroundings in that present moment. Uh, mindfulness grounding might involve looking around at your environment and saying, you know, in this moment, the sky outside my office is gray um, with little to no definition in the clouds, actually just looks like a blanket of gray with, with green trees and um, foliage, you know, disrupting the gray around. And then I take a breath in and I exhale it out. Yes. And then I look at something that maybe I can uh, taste, right? Not look at that, right? And maybe I have an orange near me, which I do, right? And I really focus on, mm, it tastes sweet. It tastes tangy, right? And I, again, I'm grounding and being mindful in the here and now. Your grounding protocol, in order to give you that perspective, your body has to know you're safe. So when you ground, it says, oh, wait, we do have control. You mean we're not in danger and totally need to dissociate or wild out right now? And your answer will be, no, we do not because we are safe enough to ground in this moment, okay? Now, of course, I don't know the context of your situation. So please do be safe enough, right? <laughs> Physically, right, in your environment, make sure you're safe as you ground, but that grounding protocol is for perspective. So I hope you wrote that down and I hope you clicked save on it because we really, really can benefit from greater perspective. When we are in it, it feels like this is all we can see, right? It's like, it's right in front of you. It's right in front of you. But if you just pull it back, you're like, oh, wait a minute. That's what that is. That's what I can see. So perspective. Number one, how do you get it? With the grounding protocol. Here is my next tip. I'm going to give you three if I haven't told you already. My next tip, again, I'm going to put this one. We did a podcast on this one. I'm going to put the link to this one in the show notes as well. Control what you can control. My friend, we cannot control everything. I wish that we could, but we cannot control everything. Now, there may be things that you don't even realize or haven't thought of before that you actually do have control over. And so my invitation now is control what you can control. How are you going to do that? Here's the skill. You are going to have a before, during, and after plan, okay? What does that mean, Nina? I will tell you. You have some upcoming stressful event, like me. Again, I'm going to dial back to that story, right? The story that uh, that I have, right? The mediation story, excuse me. So my before, during, and after plan, I have mediation tomorrow. My before plan should be for me to funnel excessive energy that is not helpful for me out and to help me ground foundationally, okay? To help me stabilize and to get out extra energy that might dysregulate me. That's what my before plan is. So tonight, 
before I go to mediation tomorrow, tonight, what am I doing? I will be engaging in some delicious chocolates, which will bring me joy. I will watch a movie very intentionally choosing which movie I'm going to watch to intentionally put me in a space of calm, at ease, and joy, okay, in the best degree possible that I can. I will likely engage in some uh, yoga before bed to help my body settle so that I can ideally have a good night's rest. I might choose to engage in some melatonin spray to help me sleep more soundly throughout the night. Again, to ensure I got a good rest. You see where I'm going with this, folks? I will not be adding anything new or stressful onto my plate today because, you guessed it, that is not going to help me stabilize, ground, replenish, or funnel extra energy out, right? That's my before plan. I encourage you to make your before, during, and after plan before your next stressful event, okay? So that's my before plan. What am I planning to do during mediation? You better believe it. I have a breathing practice. I've got a four square breath. I know how to do a grounding breath in one moment. What is that for? For me to stay stable in the midst of stress, okay? I have no idea what's gonna happen. In fact, just got an email. It's no longer in person, which is where I do best. It's online. Oh my gosh, right? So my anxiety ticked up about that. I was like, take a breath, Nina. You can't control that. And what are we focusing on right now? Controlling what you can control. I cannot control how people show up tomorrow, what the weather's gonna be like, or the fact that it's online now. What can I control? my ability to do things, my ability to say, I know this, right? During mediation, if I need to take a minute, I am going to explicitly say, I need to take a minute. Why am I going to do that? Because I need to reground to be able to show up in the moment. Yes. So I have things that I'm doing during this and that I've planned ahead of time in order to function effectively. You better believe my outfit is planned for this event. Why? Because I want to be comfortable, not worried about am I uncomfortable and like fidgeting and all sorts of stuff. No, I'm going to plan it down to the outfit, down to the shoes that says, how do I show up as my best possible self tomorrow? By really thinking about this, what am I having for breakfast? Making sure I take my medication, right? All of these things, which are incredibly important to my stability during the stressful event. I also have planned, I told you this is a before, during, and after plan, right? After the event, already set up, already planned. However long this mediation goes, maybe it only ends up being a half hour. Maybe it ends up being a full friggin' day, right? After this mediation, what is my plan? Nina, have planned to spend time outdoors. If the weather is permitting, go for a run, plan the run. If you don't need to have that run, you will have planned a hike, preferably through the local memorial woods. Yes. So that I can be around nature, be outdoors. I'll have been cooped up online all day, right? These things leave you vulnerable folks. That is why you want this before, during, and after plan. You're controlling what you can control when it comes to vulnerability. Okay. So I have that plan set up my favorite meal tomorrow. I'm not going to cook for myself if I can help it. Right. I am going to say, wow, do I have a favorite meal that a local restaurant provides? Absolutely. I do. Is that going to help me feel more stable knowing that I don't know how I'm going to feel at the end of mediation tomorrow. I could feel great. I could also feel terrible or or somewhere in between, but what am I going to do again? Folks control what you can control, right? Control what you can control before during and after plan. You still with me? I hope you're clicking save on this, y'all, because it's gold. 
for all my emotional warriors out there. Okay. Then let's say we move into this third skill that I'm going to offer you. Excuse me. The third skill that I'm going to offer you is to say to yourself, right? This is something that already we had. You want perspective was number one. Control what you can control is number two. Number three is this is temporary. Okay. And what is the skill that you are going to use to remind yourself that this is temporary? You are going to instill hope in yourself by finishing this sentence. I'm looking forward to dot, dot, dot. This is so, so important. And people minimize this all the time. So hear me out. This is of course an offering on the table between us. You don't have to take anything I say in this episode, but Please hear me out when I say this is what I use personally, and it's what I also support clients in using. You get it here for free. This is temporary. When you say this to your brain, to your body, to yourself in the moment, it reminds your brain that this is not going on forever, that this is livable, that you do have capacity for this, that people have done this before and they will get through it again. And in fact, this will not go on forever. And your your brain needs to know that. It needs to know this isn't going to go on forever, right? It's a lot. It's a lot. And it is not forever, right? In the case of at least the context of my example, right? So when it comes to you really thinking about these examples, we'll get to you in just a second, right? This is the context of your example. So I'm going to still give mine. If this is temporary is the third skill, right? If it's the next skill that you are ready to use and you want to get your brain online, you are giving it a container. It says, this is time limited. We can do this. Okay. You are going to finish the sentence again. I'm looking forward to. So when I think about how I have felt, how I have spun out, absolutely. How I have been triggered by this process. Some of which you all have seen and experienced and I've shared with you. Um, and a lot, most of which has been private. And, and, and privately experienced by me and some of the people closest to me, right? So when I think of the sentence, I'm looking forward to, this is when I feel like, oh my God, what is the point? Why am I even doing this? I don't want to fight anymore. I want to give up. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too much. I take that breath and I think, ooh, this is pretty dark. Nina, we're in a dark space. And I acknowledge that dark space. I don't cover it up or hide it or give it toxic positivity. I acknowledge that dark space. And I say, you know what? This is hard. And you know what? This is temporary. I'm looking forward to the holidays. I'm looking forward to seeing my child's face as she opens this gift. I'm looking forward to waking up next to my partner on Christmas Day. Healthy, healthy relationship, beautiful partnership. I'm looking forward to my new year. starting and putting this year behind me. I'm looking forward to having lunch with a friend right next week. I'm looking forward to taking myself on a vacation for the first time in three years, taking myself and my family on a vacation for the first time in three years. I'm looking forward to now folks for you, it, it may feel big, it may feel small, but when you say I'm looking forward to the sun coming up tomorrow, that's time limited, folks. Your brain then says, oh, you mean we just got to make it to tomorrow morning? Okay, great. Then you'd keep doing it again. What's the next thing you are looking forward to? And here is my one, one thing that I will add to this. If you get to this skill and you realize, well, snap, crackle, pop, Nina, I don't have anything that I'm looking forward to. 
then your challenge this upcoming week becomes time to start scheduling things that serve you. You deserve a life that is well-lived. You deserve that. So how can we get it to you? Whether it means we get it to you for free, whether it means we get it to you by somebody else donating or volunteering, or we find some way for you to experience what it is you need that makes your life well-lived. It makes it worth living, friend. Okay. I've gone through the three skills. Let's take another breath. I hope that you have been writing these things down. That was my perspective offering. Everything that I just gave you, I now want to review this. I want us to go step-by-step again. If you didn't click save before, here it is. The top three skills, right? Or rather, the top three things that I want to offer to you are perspective, the gift of perspective number one. It is hard to see beyond your present moment. Practice perspective. I'm going to go over that skill. Number two, it was control what you can control. That is my offering to you. Control what you can control. Number three was to remind yourself this is temporary. It's time limited. What were the skills that went with that? For number one, if you are practicing perspective, get you a grounding protocol, right? Get you a grounding grounding protocol. Number two, if you're controlling what you can control, develop your before, during, and after plan. Don't wait until you're in the midst of it. It's predictable. If you have an event coming up, you know it's going to be stressful or you think it might be. Get your before, during, and after plan set up. Do it now, right? Get yourself stable. That third thing, this is temporary. You are going to begin to practice saying, I'm looking forward to. And if you find that you do not have something to look forward to, That means it's time for you to start scheduling things that serve you, okay? Oh my gosh, I can't, you deserve a life that is well-lived and it takes work, right? So I hope that this has been helpful. I hope that the share and these skills and these, these offerings have been helpful to you. I want you to, I want to invite you now, you know, this is the thing, right? Right before we end to flip the script. This upcoming week, I do have an adventure challenge for you and here it is. If you are like Nina, I can do all three of these things. I want to do them. I want to do them now. Fantastic. But my challenge to you is to ask yourself if you can just commit to one, at least one. You can always come back. You can always come back and work on more. But I want to invite you to choose at least one. So if you were to choose just one, your challenge for this upcoming week to practice, are you practicing giving yourself the gift of perspective? by developing a grounding protocol to bring you into the here and now safety. I'm going to repeat that. Step one, right? My adventure challenge to you. Are you committing to a grounding protocol to give yourself more perspective? Number two, if you're like, no, no, that's not where I'm at right now. I've got perspective. I just, I'm like still freaking out about it. Fantastic. I mean, not fantastic. You're freaking out about it, but that you're ready to commit to number two, which is Controlling what you can control by creating your before, during, and after plan. You have it before. Instead of everything that your brain thinks it has to attend to being up in the air, that's no longer a thing because you have let it settle and you have said, this is the plan. We can't plan for curveballs, right? But this is our plan before, during, and after. And we set all that up ahead of time. So if you're committing to your before, during, and after plan and controlling what you can't control, congratulations, my hat is off to you. And if you're like, no, Nina, remind me of that number three, I've got you, friend. If you're committing this upcoming week to remind yourself 
the time limited bit that this is temporary. Fantastic. The skill that you're going to be using is saying, I'm looking forward to and completing that sentence. I'm looking forward to, and if you don't have something that you're looking forward to, that means you need to plan something. Then that would be your challenge. What is it, Nina, that I need to plan? Uh, looking up next week's movies. I'm looking forward to seeing what's coming out in theaters. I'm looking forward to see what's happening in January. I'm looking forward to seeing whatever that thing is for you that is a value add to your life. It needs to be on your calendar, friend. You have a life that is worth living. Let's make it so. Okay. So those are your challenges for the upcoming week. Technically, it's just one challenge, right? But those are your skills to potentially commit to the upcoming week. That is my challenge to you. And now, friends, my hat is off to you. We've made it through. That is what I planned for today's episode. So thank you so much for listening. And if you are exploring your triggers out there and you're proud to do so, and this episode was helpful for you, please go let other people know. You can do that by sharing the episode on your social, saving it for future reference, or you can go ahead and head to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast or YouTube and like the video or give us that five-star review, right? Also tell people which episode you'd listen to, right? This episode was really helpful for me. This is why I'm giving it five stars, right? Every episode is not going to help every person, but oh my goodness, gumdrops, y'all. If you found an episode that helped you, please share it, friend. Pay it forward, okay? Last but not least, this is actually my call out to you. I probably should have put this at the top of the episode. I'm I'm generally like, let's get the information out so you can move forward. And sometimes I do put myself on the back burner. We are moving into the end of the year. Season four is upon us. If you have notes or thoughts for how we can make Triggered Can We Play with that more effective for you, please comment at me at, at Drama Therapist Nina on Instagram. Send us an email. Head to HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com and put an, a, a note. If you say, I don't want a response back, that's great. It, it does not matter to me how you get us this information. But please, if you want this to be more helpful for you and other people, let me know how we can do that. Okay. Let me know how we can do that. Okay. That is everything. That is everything that I have planned for today. Thank you so much for exploring your triggers as a human being. You know how to share if it's been extra, extra helpful for you. And that is it. So stay curious. Curious.